All right, welcome to the podcast. This is Random Acts of Tangent. I am Adam, and I'm joined by three members of the Rat Pack today. First, I have with me... Maestro, how you doing? I'm Oddball. And I'm Rex. All right, uh, today I want to talk about, since there's a full house, I think it'd be interesting to kind of go around. We tell some stories about ourselves, what made us what we are, from anywhere from childhood up to junior high, high school, college, whatever kind of helped change you into the person you are today. I figure it should be some interesting stories. Or violent ones. A violent, maybe, yes. <laughs> uh, I think this group has a long history with violence. <laughs> Not proven. <laughs> Not <Yeah>. proven. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, just to uh, kind of get the ball rolling, uh, kind of a, a lighter note. This is uh, something that changed me in a way, which is kind of odd. Nothing major, but... This wasn't puberty, was it? No, I, I, I was young, and uh, it's, it's a very simple. Don't get excited about it. Uh, I went to the, the cupboard one day to get a glass to get some drink out of. And the glasses that in, in the house at the time were upside down. Uh, so I take the glass out, and I start pouring myself a glass of, I think it was milk or whatever. And there's a, a spider in, in the middle of the milk, and that, that freaks me out. And uh, from, from that day forward, I, I have a ritual now, if I ever get a, a glass out of a cupboard, where I turn it upside down, stomp it on the, on the countertop first, and then turn it over just to, just to get any insects, anything out of the cup, so I don't drink insects. And you turn into Spider-Man because you got bit by one. That, that seems like a, a a kitchen lesson, not really a, something you can define yourself with. Yeah, no, but it, but it carries on to me even today. In, if I get a, cl- a a cup of any kind, I still gotta shake it around just out of like spider paranoia. Is that? <laughs> wow, Adam, that's that's deep. It is deep. Yeah, that, <laughs> we'll get I deep really, later. I'm just trying to get the ball rolling. Trying to give you an I, example. I learned a lot about you. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Moving on. Anybody else have a real story? All right, then I have I a story. <laughs> or maybe I think I do have a story. Uh, let's see. I remember I used to be like this really quiet kid, you know, uh, throughout elementary school. Yeah, I mean, like you know, throughout um, elementary, I was picked on consistently, you know, for being like you know the um, oddball. <laughs> oh, interesting. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> you know, they're like, oh, he's picking his nose, blah, blah, blah. You know, all sorts of stuff. He's wearing glasses, you know. And it, it kind of, like, outcasted me. But I guess the real defining moment, you know, what kind of, you know, started to change me slowly was when I first met Jester in, like, third grade. Third grade you met Jester? Yep. Wow. Jester in third grade. And then uh, we, we, we've been pretty close ever since. All right. All right. So yeah. you went from being the outcast into, well, it, it was it was still it was still pretty uh I was still pretty you know alienated by outcasty you know, yeah outcasty <laughs> by social standards you know okay you no know, I mean like I was always the loner kid throughout all the way till uh, ninth grade actually you know the only yeah the only friend I had was Chester and you know we, we whenever uh, he went out I went out with him okay you so, on double dates. Yes. No. <laughs> so, so because of Jester and your friendship, it kind of started breaking you out of your shell little by little. Yeah, little by little. 
I don't know where how I got vulgar though. I, that's 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 a that's a whole different league out of there. I blame it on video games. Okay. Video games, actually, yes, video games. That that is also the other defining moment. I, I guess, <laughs> like, I, you know, when when I was playing Doom, I started learning, you know, all sorts of crazy things, like, you know, exploding corpses, killing demons and imps, and well, that's the kind of stuff <laughs> you have to learn for like real life, you know. Real real life lessons. Yeah, real life lessons, blowing the shit out of stuff. That's that's fantastic. Okay, for me, I can think about the first time I had my first beer, social beer, where I was drinking a beer with with like random friends, right? That was probably the most like time uh, social changing point for my life, because I was first a lightweight and I couldn't even drink one beer without feeling tipsy. This is not not based because I'm half Asian. It has nothing to do with right. it. Did you used to get the Asian glow at least? No, I never got the Asian you glow. You never got the Asian glow? Asian glow? No. Yeah, for being Asian, I don't get the glow either. Huh. You That's glow. true about you guys. I don't, I don't We're see freaks of nature. We're superhuman. Oh. <laughs> we're, not, we're not allergic. <laughs> <laughs> I can be allergic to something that tastes so good. Oh, yeah. <laughs> right, you, 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 you mentioned that uh, the vulgarity came in at some point for you. Yes. You don't it, know why. It, it, it's, it, yeah, it's, it started... Uh, coming into full swing around seventh grade. Was there a, a defining moment where you realized um, I'm starting to swear a lot more than I used to? Like, <laughs> I think it was after I met everyone here. Oh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. As, as soon as I met everyone here, you know, I met Ma- Maestro, I met Adam, I met Rex, uh, you know, I met Jester, I met uh, Stephen. It, it, it. I, I started realizing, wow, I swear a whole damn lot. Hmm. You know, I, I I was screaming at a you know at a, a at those crazy meetings or you know um not the meetings but you know during lunch they always have those stupid shows on the uh, the, the the stage the stage yeah and I was I always always yell some sort of fucking obscenity <laughs> you guys remember that right yes yeah and you guys were like yeah. oh god yeah he's not he's with us again. oh no <laughs> yeah. he's just the outcast don't mind him. <laughs> But yeah, uh, I, I I think I can like start to attribute that to like uh, video games actually, because the more I think about it, you know, video games have a lot of vulgarity. I guess you know, the, I guess the only way to you know express myself was through interactive media. Okay. And I and, and that, that that also kind of defined my career as well, because I'm 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 a graphic designer. So, right. So and and, it, and video games has kind of like pushed me into that direction. Okay. Uh, for me, I have a, a story that there's actually two separate situations that started me off on my uh, vulgarity ran- rampage. Uh, one, I was I was very young, well, maybe around eight or nine, and I used to hang out with uh, some actually some friends from church, uh, ironically, and uh, I, I would notice I mean, I'd hang out with them and. Little by little, they'd start getting more comfortable cursing. I guess they they curse all the time, and I I was a more religious type back in those days, so they'd tone it down around me. But like towards the end of the night when we were hanging out, uh, I would notice they were cursing a lot more than they were at the beginning of the night. And that to me, yeah, and, and, and I thought that for whatever reason, I thought, oh, that's that's pretty cool. You guys are using those words. And uh, I remember the next time I saw them, as as soon as I <laughs> we walked up to each other, I just started swearing right off the bat. Just because, like, ah, let's get, let's pick up where we left off with the cursing. Hey, fuck shit, hey, fuck poop shit, woo! And they, and they both, <laughs> and they both looked at me like I had three heads. I'm like, oh, I guess uh, you can't jump right in to the swearing. You gotta ease into it. So that, <laughs> that's when I, I guess first really started swearing. Uh, and similarly, when I really picked up was probably in the eighth grade. 
again, some friends were cursing, and to me, these are not, not even friends of mine. They were people that I went to school with that I viewed as the cool people, and they were swearing a lot, and then I started swearing a lot just to be part of that, and again, I overdid it, where I was cursing way too much, way too often, and uh, until I realized I'm being a total douchebag with, uh, with all this cursing, so so I decided from that point forward, once I realized that I was going way overboard, cursing oh, for no reason, hey, hey, at least, at turn least it back. At least you didn't notice this until, like, the 11th grade, like I did. So. <laughs> hey, you know what? You know what? Fuck you. <laughs> Just gonna say that right now. That's the first time I've actually heard someone say "fuck you" and then everyone laugh. Yes, it's appropriate. You know, uh, as as far as like life changing events, uh, I I got something that's a little bit deeper. Uh, One time in my life, I'm not gonna say exactly who the situation surrounds, but I had uh, somebody that I was seeing, and she was on a controlled substance of some sort. And I'll say that. And we I got into a screaming match, and uh, she actually uh, ended up uh, hitting me. And after she hit wow. me, uh, the cops came, and they uh, actually took me to jail. And, uh, the, you know, it, do, it doesn't matter if you're the guy and you were the one that got hit, even if you didn't, like, hit anybody back. <laughs> if you're the guy, you go to jail. Right. You don't, uh, wow. you don't pass, go, you don't collect $200. Yeah, the, the cops show up for any domestic abuse. They look right at the guy right away. Anyway. Yeah, they do. Uh, so it's it's kind of a sexist system in that respect. But well, I mean, I'd have to say more often than not, that's probably the right way to go. <laughs> that's that is true. Yeah. But um, so so they took me to uh to to county jail in L.A. and I sat across a eight by ten with like a bunch of like I think fifteen other dudes in there and uh there was one guy that sat directly across from me and he stabbed his wife. To death that night, coming down from speed, he he actually got uh, he stabbed her sixteen times. Wow! And uh, while we were in there, they, they everybody was just talking so casually about it. They kind of just joked about it. And after the fact, it was kind of just one of those situations where I was I was mad at the world. I was mad, mad at the world for what it what it had done to me. And and I uh, and afterwards, I got out. And uh, worked with my lawyer on my case to make sure that nobody, you know, like the DA didn't screw me or anything like that. And make sure that my the girl that I was seeing wasn't crazy and vindictive and showed up and actually lied about me actually doing something or something like that. And uh, I, I walked away from that situation, and that's when I felt like I really turned my life around. I went back to school. I started going to bartending school. I ended up getting a bartending job. I went to school, finished everything. Then uh, transferred, and it was largely uh, due to that moment right there. Wow! So that was the the last time you slapped a chick around. Then that's what changed your. <laughs> <laughs> wow! No, that's actually kind of deep, man. Yeah, I, I can see how that would change you. I mean, being in that kind of serious situation, you got to start evaluating yourself, especially the type of people that are around you. Exactly. Like, for instance, should I wear a mask for now on? <laughs> <laughs> you're a dick. <laughs> no, but like to know that you're in in the same place as these other animals that have done things far worse than you, it's, it's kind of got to make you think. I don't want to be in this situation again. Yeah, one guy was actually going back in uh, after being in there for like a really, really long time, and. Uh, he was he was making a joke. He was like, "I've been in here for twenty years, and I'm just going back in because the cops found me with a 
a heroin needle in my arm. Oh. And uh, he was like up. waiting for my pension to kick in. What? Wow. Because he'd been there for so fucking long. <laughs> and, uh, you know, that was also the same guy, though, that when we when we all sat down, he started hitting us up immediately. He was like, well, well, where are you from? Who do you roll with? You know, blah, 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 blah. Oh. And, uh, and then there was this other dude there that was, like, very baby-faced. And uh, he had gotten busted for, like, selling crack or something. And uh, he looked that, I mean, the, the guy that had been there for a really long time, he looked at that guy that was all baby face and he said, you're going to find out how it is in there. Wow. And what he was implying is that he, that guy was going to get raped. Right. That's what, that was the message. He's going to be <laughs> the bell of the ball. <laughs> yeah. Wow. That was really intense. Yeah, so if I've learned anything from uh, movies and TV about stereotypes, this baby face person, I'm going to assume, was a Jewish guy? Is that <laughs> no, no, man. No? no. Oh, he was a Mexican. Wrong dude. again. Wah <laughs> <laughs> wah. All right. So the, yeah, that's that's a pretty serious situation, but still life changing. And anybody have a uh, more serious things? Maybe more serious things. Oh, more serious. Man. Uh, well, maybe I don't know if we can top that, but uh. <laughs> yeah. I always got picked on. You know, I, I I said this right, and it 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 didn't really stop until ninth grade. That's that's when I actually um, threatened to beat the shit out of someone in class, in English class, and um, you know I guess that's when everyone got off my back because you know you know everyone just you know kept making fun of me. I just got tired of it, you know. So I just figured I I, I gotta deal with it now or it's gonna bother me for the rest of my life. Okay. So this guy you know was making fun of me with my name, and I I I just took it personally, so I. I reached over and I grabbed him by the collar and I, and I and I dragged him to my table and I said wow. if you make fun of me again I swear to god I will bash your teeth in wow into this table and and the English per, the English teacher you know just kind of like stood there in shock and everyone was just like <laughs> <gasps> you know like gasped in terror that guy. but you know the quiet kid spoke and and it was like oh my god and you know and and you know everyone left me alone it was it was like smooth sailing from there on out you right. know and then and then you know columbine happened uh oh yeah and everyone looked at me and they and they just distanced themselves away from me you know so it made me look you know crazy wow no well in the middle of You're class like, come in on the middle of class yeah it's, it's a little extreme <laughs> but 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 yeah, I was I was literally ready to throw down in in the classroom. But yeah, it, ever since that, it's been smooth sailing, you know, in in terms of just uh, you know people just not making fun of me anymore or teasing me for right. Con- yeah. yeah, constantly. Yeah. Yeah, I, I remember you having issues with people and using your name in a in a weird way. I didn't know that that's where it stems from. It's interesting. Oh yeah, yeah. It's 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 been like that since uh, third grade. Wow. Uh-huh. And that's why we call you Oddball now. Yeah. <laughs> Slightly loopy every day. What I had was, I had a no chance of drinking alcohol unless I was hanging out with these guys. And this is the first time I actually got to drink in a social event. And I had a Corona. It was a little. It was a little bit what you might call a, a life changer because I only had half a bottle and I went all crazy because I was all loopy. Uh, first time ever. All you guys right. remember this? Yes. Yeah. Was this on a New Year's? No, it was it was a house party. You guys know about it. Is that right? Yeah. 
We were having a house party at over at Jester's place. Okay. First time with the pool. With remember that uh, foreign exchange student? Yes. No. Yeah. 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 yeah this uh, foreign exchange student that Jester had living with him. Uh, he was, I think, he was a German guy. But yeah, he just like everybody else that night was getting a little tossed, and at one point he ended up jumping in the pool. This was like one o'clock in the morning, and just singing the Flippers theme song, splashing around like an like an animal. Yeah, that was odd. Yeah, <laughs> to say the least. Uh, that was a milestone for me because that was the the first time that I ever drank alcohol, ever. Wait, wait, wait are you serious? You never drank alcohol before that? Before that point, I had not. I, I may have had like a sip of beer, a sip of wine, just to see what it was like. But I, I remember that night the goal was. It's, it, to get smashed. Yes. <laughs> this will be the I night. remember this. <laughs> this is bringing back memories. <laughs> you succeeded, didn't you? Yeah, uh, Yeah. it took a while to get there, but eventually, yeah. And I, I remember the, and even to this day sometimes, I still do the same thing. The way that I found out that I was buzzed is a, is a test that I still do to myself to this day. Is I'll hold up my hands up in front of my face, and I'll move my hands one direction, and my head the other direction. And uh, if it takes a second for my hands to register that they moved. It's kind of like a, a matrix type of thing where it just... If, if I see my hands kind of... I have like five sets of hands moving around in front of me, then I'm like, yes, mission accomplished. <laughs> That's the feeling everyone's talking about. What? <laughs> For me, if I would know if I were buzzed, it's because I'd start to feel my teeth. You can feel your teeth. Exactly. Tell me about it. I don't know. <laughs> this is this is alcohol that did this to you, or <laughs> <laughs> sounds like a different substance? But no, it's alcohol. Cocaine. Oh, no. All right. Yeah, I have a very poor indicator for being buzzed. <laughs> uh oh. In fact, I don't even have one. I I just I just start to see things warp, and then uh, that, like that's when that's when I know I should stop because that's when I'm drunk already. <laughs> yeah, that's that's your drunk. <laughs> so you go from zero drunk real quick. Yeah, or? it's it's either zero percent or one hundred percent. That's that's my principle of life. That's not good. <laughs> it's either all or nothing. The in between is the all, worst part. <laughs> it's it's all or nothing. That's 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 it. That's it. There's no middle. Wow. When was the first time you got drunk, Rex? Oh man, that was horrible. Um, it wasn't even like horrible because like I got really fucked up. Uh, it was just horrible because I acted like such a fucking 12-year-old. Um, I was 12. <laughs> and, no, just playing. <laughs> I, I was, I was like 18 or 19, and, uh, I, I got drunk with a bunch of co-workers off of Smirnoff Ice. Wow, and, wow. Yeah, yeah, I know, right? <laughs> and I was, I remember doing handstands, cause I'm like, when people are drunk, they can't do stuff that requires coordination. Oh. <laughs> uh, obviously, I'm not drunk because I can still do that. You sure you weren't doing a handstand with your face? Exactly. <laughs> face stand? I wasn't. I swear to God I wasn't. So yeah. were you trying to prove to yourself that you weren't drunk or prove to other people that you're a better drunk than they are? I was. I don't remember, dude. I was, <laughs> I was just I doing handstands. I just remember I teleporting from one place to another. <laughs> So has that affected the way that you drink now in any way? Me? Yeah. I, I drink completely different now, but it, I don't think it has anything to do with that experience. Okay. I mean, one of the uh, – well, I mean, if you want to talk about experiences that have affected me over the course of my life, then um, I could definitely name one. Uh, I remember – I think it was my birthday, and I had a girlfriend who bought me an entire bottle of Goldschlager. Oh. And I drank – at least four fifths of it. Wow! Holy shit, man! And 
I got so hammered. I I didn't all I it was so I struggled to to brush my teeth. Oh, because for, the minty. <laughs> yes. For two weeks after that, I struggled to brush my teeth. To this day, I will smell Goldschlager, and I'm like, blah. Yes, I'm that way with the with Bacardi for this, a very similar situation. I just do not dig, that. man. Yeah, the, 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 the Bacardi story, the reason I can't drink Bacardi anymore was uh, we were at a beach house because uh, my mom's boss owned it and let, let us borrow it for the weekend or whatever. Nice. And, I, and I decided, eh, I'm going to have some friends over. It's a beach house. When is this going to happen again? And this yeah. is the type of beach house where the uh, you open the, the, the patio sliding door and the cement, there's like maybe a, a foot of cement before the sand has taken over the patio. And you, you just walk right out onto the beach. Nice, so, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so that was good stuff. And uh, I remember us playing, I think, Gran Turismo upstairs uh, while drinking the Picardi straight out of the bottle. This was uh, the, the first time I discovered that there's a game called Bubbles, oh, where you, you hold the, the bottle completely upside down, and you count the bubbles as you're drinking it, and whoever has the most bubbles wins. That's my head already. Yeah, not a very smart game, but it sure got the job done. <laughs> So uh, shortly after, uh, somebody decided it would be a good idea to, to storm the beach, like Normandy style. And <laughs> everybody took off running out towards the ocean. And uh, another friend of ours, he's kind of he's, he's a white dude, he's been raised militarily, and he decided to become the general. And he was like, turn back, fools, you're all going to die. <laughs> oh, holding, I remember this, he was holding some che- uh, Cheeto bags in his left hand. <laughs> it's very possible. Yes, so... What me and Jester did was we actually were running towards him at the same time, and Jester went went uh, straight to him and he grabbed the Cheetos and let went right, and then he's like, "No!" And then I went to and I I was going right at him and I went left. So he was so confuddled he had no idea what he was doing, and then he decided just to sit there and start yelling even more. It was yeah. ridiculous. Not to mention the problem with running through sand is uh there's little mini dunes. So it's like it's not level territory. So you take one step and you you're dropping a foot. You take another step and it's a foot of elevated. This is not mixed well with the the bubble game yeah. that we were playing. <laughs> Falling all over ourselves and eventually we got back to the house and calmed down. And we were all sitting there watching TV. I think it was South Park. The the South Park movie, I believe, was even on. And uh, we're all watching. And then I hear a noise to my immediate right, just a little boop boop. Oh no! Oh man! I glance over, and the the general that <laughs> had tried to take over earlier was cupping his mouth, trying to hold it in from spilling all over the place. Uh, he was unsuccessful. <laughs> if anything, his his hands acted the same way if you put a thumb to the end of a hose to get that effect, where it starts spraying everywhere. Oh <laughs> yeah! Jesus Christ! So that kind of ruined the whole rest of the night, and uh, I guess so he sprinkled vomit. That's what he did. Pretty much, and oh. uh, it turns out he had actually won the bubbles game, which uh, explains <laughs> why he was sprinkler vomiting. It also explains why we had to then give him a shower to wash him off. Now, the, because it was a beach house, there was wetsuits, so the two people that were recruited to give this guy a shower <laughs> put the wetsuits on. To <laughs> in the giant shower so they wouldn't get any vomit on them or maybe preserve some of their sexuality. 
You know, I've he- I've heard rumors of this story. I never <laughs> heard it in its entirety in chronological order. Yes, this is this is how it happened, and this is why I can no longer smell nor drink the Picardy. <laughs> Let's see what's a, what's another thing that uh, kind of influenced me. Probably my freshman year of high school. Okay. I remember I was I was going to this high school, and my first two weeks there, a helicopter is settling down in in the football field in the back. And I find out later that the school is locked down. I can't go home even though I live 100 feet from campus. Right. Uh, because apparently they pulled a brick of weed and a sawed-off shotgun out of a student's locker. Wow. Oh, wow. <laughs> wow, that's pretty nuts, man. <laughs> I mean, I, I, you know, the thing why, that, that kind of influences me, the, the reason why that influences me is because, you know, I'm, I'm here... Uh, with a bunch of like well-to-do, privileged kids in college, and they they lose sight of how well they got it. Sometimes I feel, and uh, I, every once in a while, I'll bring that up. I'll be like, you know, I won't say that it's hard growing up in a you know a, a little rougher neighborhood, but let me ask you, how many times did this happened in your high school? <laughs> yeah, and, that never happened. Uh, that's that's pretty crazy. Yeah, I know, because I went to your high school after I that, that first year at that other right. high school. Yeah. I think the worst thing that we had was uh, the Sadie's Hawk and Dance got canceled. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know about because it was the sexist. Wow. <laughs> See, I don't know about that. We went to the same high school, but I had the same issues, but a little bit different. I was walking home from one of these house parties when I was a, junior, like a sophomore in high school, right. and I was walking down, and four like I was it, preludes, yeah, four preludes come out of nowhere. They just pull up right next to us as we're walking home. It's like, hey, where are you from? Who are you at? And I'm like, um, I have no idea. I, I'm i walking home. I have no idea. What are you talking about? He goes, they're like, is that you? He, sa- he, says, he says my name. I'm you like, got beef? No, 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 no. He says, he says, this is my name. And he says, like, is that you? I'm like, yes. Who else would it be? And everyone comes out from the car, and they're everyone from our high school. And they, they I guess they were, uh, Gang banging that night, and they decided. Uh, <laughs> wow! <laughs> Seriously, what do, yeah. you see that—that's the stupid thing about it, though. Is like that's not even gang activity. You know what that is? That's a bunch of rich kids in cars that their parents bought for them, and then they're going, "Hey, what? We're we're, we're gangster, right? What, what, what do gangsters do? Yeah, they're not I don't exactly. Know. I watched a fucking movie either. once, and they go around and hit people up. Yeah. And that's what they did. They went. They drove around a, a good neighborhood. And decided to pick on the first kid that they saw walking down the street. Yeah, and I never did like rich kids either, because in my life, I, I I've never had it good. I never. I mean, I I think everyone can say the same. But you you live in a house, you know, you 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 live in the same room as your parents, and your parents live with their parents. You know, you you literally don't have a room for yourself. I I never had a room for myself. I actually envy people who has a room for themselves. Huh. You know. I don't even have a table. You know, the only <laughs> table, the only table I had was the kitchen table, and I, I had to get work done there. And you know, I, I I hate it when rich people just like come up to me and just you know have to like drag it in my face. You know, like oh, you're in my way. You know, this there was this old lady in Las Vegas. You know, she bumped into me. I was like, oh, I'm sorry. And you know, she kind of like uh like you know brushed me off like you know some sort of scum of the world, right? So I was yeah. like, what the fuck? So I, I just. Pushed her in the back and I just turned away, you know? <laughs> Are you serious? You pushed her? I, I pushed her. I pushed her. I was like, 
Fuck you. you know? Wow. <laughs> I'm trying to be you know nice what? and you want to be a dick? Fine. Push you. <laughs> Fucking walk it, away. Fuck you know? Fuck that bitch. Pushing around old ladies. Look at you, man. <laughs> yeah. I don't care. You want to be a little rich dick face? I'll push you. I don't care. <laughs> you know? Yeah. I hate yeah, it. They're, they're spoiled little shitheads. <laughs> yeah. They, they send you to jail for that. Be careful. Yeah, they, right. they probably could. <laughs> just say. It, it, it was a good thing I was in the middle of a big crowd, too, so good luck. Right. As far as uh, my schooling goes, I, I grew up the first, uh, I guess, part of my education, probably most of my education, actually, was in a, a private school. It wasn't until high school that I got into the public realm. I, I guess, since I was going to a private school, my parents were doing okay, but I never had that, that mindset. I was always under the impression that we were we weren't doing well, we were getting by, we weren't like eating dog food or anything crazy like that, but I mean, we we were fine. Uh, and then high school was such a a, a reality check for me that uh, this is actually around the same time my parents got divorced. So it was a a huge culture shock in every which way. My, my parents get divorced. I'm out of the private school into the public sector, and nothing is the way that I thought it was going to be. This is kind of also the same time that I started backing off of the whole religion thing, because I grew up super Christian, uh, one of those on fire for God, I got Bible verses memorized and craziness. Yeah, I got a hard on I remember. So you both scare it. me very much. Yeah, I, I was actually voted most spiritual in my class in eighth grade. And That's uh, why I love having you around, though, because when I get into arguments with religious nuts and they start quoting scripture, you can quote it right back at them yes. and be like, that's a blatant contradiction. It's it's beautiful because I grew up with such a strong religious background in Christianity. That is, uh, I, I I know the tactics. I know the the way that they try to portray themselves. And I because that's how I learned and now have I guess unlearned maybe. Uh, I can kind of just throw it right back at them now. Where yeah, they might fly with somebody who doesn't know what they're talking about. But I I I know your angle, my brother. Please go pedal that somewhere else. But I mean, that's not to say that I'm super anti-religion anymore. I mean, I still have some belief in a higher being of some kind. It's not the the God that Christians would have you believe, or the Catholics, or anybody. I mean, I have my own version of it that I decide what's good, what's bad, and whatever. But yeah. as soon as uh, with high school hit, I I met a couple of people. Uh, you guys actually, I met most of you guys uh, either freshman or sophomore year. And that started changing me also to be the person I am now as well. Proud of you. Yes. Yeah. Go balls out, man. Yeah. I still got some, some stuff to work on, but I think uh, as far as from what I could be or could have been, I'm, I'm so happy that I am the way I am instead of uh, on a mission trip to Africa right now. You could have been a priest. <laughs> yeah. You could have been a priest. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, that would have been fun. Well, better Africa than South America, at least. Or you have to worry about his spears and eight them AK forty seven. So racist. Wow. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know where I got my oh, I know where I got my racism from. Okay. Shit. Well, yeah, I got it from this? my dad. <laughs> my dad, so dad and my racist, uncle. How racist is your dad? <laughs> so, so it's hereditary, is what you're saying? Yeah, it's hereditary. <laughs> Seriously, like, no man. My uncle and my dad, we they, they, they just talk so much shit about <laughs> other races. I mean, they do so, like, jokingly, but, you know, it's 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 humorous. So humorous. Yeah. And, and that's, that's a big thing for me personally. That, uh, a lot of the stuff that I say is uh, purely for 
the reasons of humor. Yeah. Yeah. It's it. I mean, it's, some of it comes out racist, but it's it's funny. That's why I say it, not because it's racist or prejudiced. It's 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 funny. I don't care what it if it if it offends certain people. It's it's funny. Get over yourself. Yeah. I mean, like I was in San Francisco and. Like, I, I, the moment I found out I had to, like, watch what I say was when I actually <laughs> opened my mouth in front of a crowd of people. I was like, uh, yeah, they, they, they all just turned towards me and they were like, oh my God, how could you say that? And, and, um, was like, no, you gotta be PC, man. You can't, you can't say Indians versus Cowboys anymore. No. <laughs> <laughs> Are you kidding? That, that happens not, no to joke. Me all the time. That is, that and is, I don't care. That, that I'm a no habitual joke. line stepper. <laughs> that's what I do. Yeah, well, see, I, I guess that's that's okay for us around each other or around people we know are going to be okay with that. But if, if you are in a more public setting without your normal crew, you, you do got to watch it a little bit, don't you? Especially Maybe? if you're in Skid Row. I mean, to an extent. <laughs> yeah, like some of the stuff that even the names we call each other, we wouldn't call each other those things in public because that's just... It's gonna churn some heads, and uh... yeah. I mean, I call you. I'll call you Beaner in public. Yeah, well, I'm not referring to Beaner, but you, I'll, I'll, along the same vein. I'll, I'll say, I'll say, I'll say, Chink, Gook, and you know all that yeah, stuff man. out loud. You know, I, don't care. I mean, I mean, because you know they're like, oh, you know, really? But I honestly don't care. I don't, I don't care. I, I'll, I'll just say it and not care. It looks like just because people have the of the same race can make fun of themselves. Um, People are, uh, of the, of different cultures like, oh, okay, that's fine. It's his own culture, wah, 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 right? But, like, the second you start talking about some other culture, it's like, <gasps> yeah, I did not just say that. It's that, it's that. It's that crazy exclusion tactic. I don't, I don't care. I really don't care. Yeah, that, I mean, that, there, there's, there's a line, uh, and I think the line for me is, uh, like, the N-word. Right. I wouldn't use the N-word. Um, but independent of that, there are very few things that I would just be like, no, no, you can't say that. Right, yeah, I'm with you on that one. And and, and you know what, the thing is, the, the reason that makes me, you know, kind of have that perspective on things is because people are too fucking touchy about too shit, too much crap. It's just like, you got to walk on eggshells around everybody because you don't know what their buzzword is. Right. Fuck them. You know what I mean? Some, certain people, I mean, certain certain girls, it's cunt. Certain, certain girls just don't like the word bitch. They don't like the when I refer to my chick, my girlfriends as chick friends. They don't like the word chicks. Yeah, you know, that, that's like, a common one. That, I mean, and and you know, it's it's you never know which one it is either. So if, if if it's so flexible and if it's so inconsistent that you don't know exactly what is couth and uncouth, then they can go fuck themselves because it's not like it's a standard for conduct. Right and for on. them to actually like be like, oh, I'm so offended. They can go be offended all by themselves. Yeah, there's, there's no real book of etiquette to tell us what we can say around what types of people. So just make your own rules as you go, and if it works, then keep going with it. If you find that certain things don't fly uh, a majority of the time, then maybe rethink it. But I guess yeah, for for the most part, go by what you think is right. Yeah, and and if it kind of like uh, irks people, just tone it down. You don't have to like you know get rid of it entirely. Yeah, I mean, and that's and that's kind of like why I feel that way. Like, because I feel like there is a strong consensus around the N word, but there's really no strong consensus about any other word, in my opinion. I, I just really don't feel like it is. There is. What yeah, a, there's no word as powerful as that to any other race or type of creed of person. I have one. What do you got? Caught what? juggling thunder cunt. Wow. Wow. I guess that yeah. would be offensive to people that juggle. 
cocks. Oh, or gay guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and also yeah. With, uh, with, with gay people also, uh, a fag can be offensive to some, but not to all. Exactly. And, and, and no, it all no, depends but, on context, too. Yeah. I mean, I was, I was talking to a, a certain uh, gay friend of mine the, uh, the other day about this, and it's just like, you know, if I call you fag, is that really that offensive? And she's, it, she goes, well, it depends on the context. And I think that's really what it does. It, everything depends on context. So if I'm having, you know, a private conversation between me and my friend and I choose to word, uh, use a word that you find, you know, morally reprehensible, you can go fuck yourself because I wasn't even talking to you. Right. And that's the way I look at it. That's a, it's a personal space issue also. Yeah, yeah. Right. I mean, if you don't like it, don't fucking listen to it. You're being invasive in the first place. Just don't fucking listen to me. Right. Go away. And I, I see that a lot, actually, with uh, with talk radio, which I listen to all the time. Uh, people actually take the energy to call in to complain to the host about something they said, a phrase that they used. And it's like, it, this is free radio. You don't have to listen. Change the knob if you've got that much of a problem. Exactly. But you're sitting here on hold for half an hour to tell me you don't like me? What? You really? You have nothing else no, to do? Eat, eat a dick. <laughs> God, get off my back. If you don't like me, turn around and walk off. Yeah, I'm having a conversation here. If you don't like it, then you go walk away, please. Yeah, I mean, do you really want to, like, you know, expend more of your energy just trying to pick a fight? Really? Yeah. I think that I think that says how much of a dick you are. Then, <laughs> then How much of a lack of a wife they have. Yeah, seriously. Why do you yeah, have that's really what it is. That's really, really, really what it is. And I can't stand people to have a stick up their ass against certain words or whatever. Oh, like queer. I can't even use the word queer. And queer is my favorite word. I can't even say how queer that is, you know? What, just, what's, just, what's just to sound smart. That's kind of weird. Uh, retarded. Yes, that's yes, a real big that, one. That's, okay. a, that's a bad one, too. You can't say even Pe- retard. People, people don't like the word retard anymore. They haven't really considered whether or not retarded people are smart enough to be offended. <laughs> uh, I think this is really pivotal. Yeah. If they have a problem, let them say something. Stop being an advocate. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, hold on. I want to hear an argument from the retards about why I can't use the word retarded. Yeah. <laughs> what was, what's, a, what's another good one out there? Uh, there's a situation that happened, not to me, that I, I heard a story. This was probably about a year ago. But it's along the same kind of vein that I think we're talking about. Uh, somebody was at a, uh, a Walmart. They were with their kid, and the kid was kind of being rambunctious, running around, maybe in and out of the the dress circles or whatever. Yeah. And uh, uh, this is a Hispanic. Yeah. Uh, and uh, another Hispanic lady came up to reprimand her. You need to control your kid better. You're making us look bad. Like, wh- what, do you, what do you mean making us what look bad? The, the, and she was referring to the Hispanics in general. Yeah. Like, really? Did- okay, A, um, the, the person is raising the kid is not a representative of the Hispanic race. Absolutely. The, uh, the person that told her that she's making us look bad as if she was a representative of the Hispanic race <laughs> isn't one either. So she needs to shut the fuck up. Maybe she's a retard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, my, my whole uh, thoughts on that, my reaction to hearing the story was, uh, I, I think that the, as far as stereotypes go and you're not helping our cause or whatever, I think it's up to the individual to make things different for themselves. You don't go around telling people how to live their lives correctly. If if you live your life correctly, then you're not being part of the stereotype, and that's the only real way that people can change stereotypes. Everybody starts acting right on their own until the majority becomes opposite of what the stereotype is now. 
otherwise you can't really complain because you're either creating the stereotype or you're breaking the stereotype. Exactly. So if you're creating it, then you can't complain about the stereotype. If you're trying to break it, then maybe you have a little bit of leeway, but at the same time, you have to understand the, the rest of me, the rest of my people are not helping me. So how can I complain? Exactly. Although I act right, everyone else doesn't, so eh, that's how it is. I understand what you're saying. It makes complete sense. You can do exactly what you want because you are in control of your own, yourself. The second you try to control someone else, that's when you cross the line. And I love well, it when people call honest, me self-righteous. I mean, that's a racist statement. What she's trying to do is be like, let's let's make sure people don't have a reason to be racist. But by simply stating that she separates herself and, and is being discriminatory against people of her own race and, in a sense, is being racist. Right. I think that's that's kind of weird. And besides, you know? it's Walmart. Yeah, what do you expect? <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> There's yeah, websites man, dedicated I, I, to pictures think, of people walking around Walmart just to point fingers at them and laugh. <laughs> yeah, there's actually a website completely dedicated to yeah, uh, like the people of Walmart, people I think, or something like that. I think I have the application on my phone. <laughs> <laughs> I think I've seen a few weird ones on that one. Yeah. I think I was at a cash, cashier with a ghillie suit. That was weird. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to try it on before I figured out if I wanted to buy it. <laughs> yeah, so I mean, I guess certain buzzwords and... Racism is all, is all over the place. You can't really do much to stop it. All you can really do is... Roll with it. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Enjoy it. <laughs> enjoy it. <laughs> yeah, enjoy it while it lasts. Until, you know, like, you I, know. I don't think that I need to incorporate race into my hate of people. I have plenty of reasons to hate them independent of their race. Right. Uh, they, consistently, people are stupid. It's completely independent of their racial background. So why use race as a label? <laughs> they're stupid because they're stupid. They're not stupid because they're black, Mexican, white, Asian, or uh, you know anything else. They, they're they stupid because they're stupid. Yeah. I'm not a racist. I'm an IQist. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm an intellectual elitist. Yeah. <laughs> I hate you because you're stupid. Yeah. It's not my fault you happen to be... Fill in the blank. Yeah, <laughs> Go back to school. Yes. All right. Well, we started yep. off with stories, ended up talking about different things, but that's what random acts of tangents all about. Yeah. I didn't know we were going to talk about racism either. <laughs> no, seriously. We went from like, went from actual like life-changing stories to retards. It doesn't make sense. Because you can't, well, that's the rap you don't have any you. foresight because you can't see anything with those tiny little Asian eyes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, until next time, <laughs> I am Adam. And I'm Oddball. I'm Maestro. And I'm Rex. How you land and we peep your style out you a punk. When you chillin' out in front of your truck and get stuck That's how niggas get fucked up No love at home with your kinfolks And the world just keep fucking with your mental And all these kids making fun of your trench coat That's how students get shot up Hating on us but you come to my show Fuck the niggas. I cry surfing, you let me go Oh no Whoop your ass when I get off the floor Just so you know though That's how haters get fucked up when the police pull you over and shit, then find ganja. Now every month they checking on your piss. 
They get mad cause you ain't come back since And now they sweating you That's how feels get fucked up When your man took you up with a bitch over the phone And when you see her she ugly as shit Now at the end of the day she wanna kiss and some dick That's how Blondes get fucked up Said we not a real crew with a lot of skill And only one again our crew make the dollar bills Y'all fool just mad cause y'all ain't got a deal Yo go rappers talk you gon' rock this bank But you roll with punks Manager trip the alarm and you all get stumped Cops got AKs, y'all only got punks That shit's just That's dumb That's how got locked up When your ass wanna walk in a club Instead of telling you to wait, the nigga wanna push and shove Then get trampled from the niggas you brum, so move over That's how bouncers get fucked up